Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech on Black Hollywood Live. Today, Obama has his final address. We'll go over the best of CES and the Golden Globes. And the iPhone is 10 years old. Let's go. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Live's Geek Nerd Tech. Raindrops, drop top, drop top, smoking on cooking the hot box. Fucking on your bitch, yeah, that, that, that. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show we break down nerd culture, tech news from a black and brown geek perspective. Uh, I'm Joe Braswell. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm neither bougie nor bad. Uh, I hope not. <laughs> you ain't talking about fellas. <laughs> that's true. That's right. That's true. That's a very, very, very good point. Uh, but uh, I'm, neither wow. bougie, I'm neither bougie nor bad. I'll, I'll stick to it. Uh, Akili, who is also neither, is right here to my left. How you doing? <laughs> hey, man. I'm doing all right. Man. Yeah. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Um, Migos, uh, Migos. As, as, as shouted out by... Uh, by Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, when he won his uh, Golden first Globe. Golden Globe of, yeah. of two of the evening, yeah. um, that was dope. Yeah, very it's a great dope. moment, super great moment, and hella funny. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was funny. Like, man, like I mean, that, that, even the room, we got like a couple chuckles in the room. I mean, it, it gave it gave Migos their first number one hit. Yeah, and that crazy. People were like, "Oh, what is bad and bougie?" Bad and bougie. <laughs> Google. Uh, yeah, good for them. You know, hey. it's just the power of. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, same, same, similar thing happened with Black Beatles, but like that was kind of a longer, longer uh, tail thing. This was just like instant, instantaneous. Yeah, yeah. Um, so anyway, funny. Uh, well, I, we, we we can we're gonna go back to that, but I wanted to start there. What do you, give, give me give me give me your flash thoughts on the Golden Globes and and, uh, and, and, and flash and, thoughts. I mean, love Meryl. Um, yeah. Expected her to say something that was politicized. Yeah. Um, I think she, you know. Obviously, a lister, top of the game, um, overrated. Here, okay, <laughs> okay, Trump, <laughs> highly respected um, for her to, you know, almost like Leo did when he won his Oscar. Yeah, um, just you know, to use that stage and platform as a way to get get out some really truthful, honest messaging that we all uh, can be inspired by. So I love yeah. that. Um, I'm glad Tracy won. Um, that was great mm-hmm. for uh, her, and you know, to, to keep the history of her history of her personal family being that her mom won one. Yeah. Um, 44 years ago. Sure. And uh, obviously, we just talked about uh, Gambino and him winning two, which I think is awesome. We are all we're big fans of the show Atlanta yep. sure. and him as an artist. Yep. Um, I thought it was dope, man. And just uh, what was the other um, cool remark? And obviously, uh, um, uh, um. Uh, Viola for uh, Viola for Vince's. Yeah. Um, her performance in that film was crazy. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to won. talk to you about that. Yeah. You, so you finally saw it, right? Yeah, mucus everywhere. Yeah, it's a Viola. She's, she's what, like, about, <laughs> what about What about Troy? <laughs> <laughs> like she be killing it, Man, and she's it. she's always the one scene, you know, from doubt. To yeah. even in uh, Denzel's other joint, um, Antoine Fisher, yeah, just one scene killer, you killing know? it. <laughs> and so you know, um, what about you? Takes on the on the Goldens. Everything you said, and then I'll add uh, Viola's uh, introduction of Meryl. I thought was yeah, also was super so. classy and super eloquent and like really great. Um, and uh, you know, Jimmy was I like mm. Jimmy a lot. I thought the open was I thought the open was great. I thought mm. the monologue was just like another Fallon monologue. Yeah. And I thought, you know, people didn't like this. I because I'm corny as hell. I like the uh the Cypress Hill uh 
Red Mane and the uh, Chastain joke. I like I like that a lot. Right. <laughs> That's like my kind of joke, but right. you know, people thought that was corny, but I like corny. Um, other than that, you know, kind of kind of business as usual with the Hollywood Foreign Press. I mean, you know, the, t- taking it back to tech. You know, Bezos was there, and uh, which is very interesting to see him there because Amazon folks are there. And look, the, the Hollywood Foreign Press notoriously a small sort of shadowy group who are maybe easily bribed and influenced. So. It, it, it's it's a surprise, but not a surprise to see uh, Billy Bob Thornton win for Goliath, a show that has like zero buzz. Right. That's actually pretty good. I started watching. That's pretty good. It's David E. Kelly. It's good. It's like a good kind of like David E. Kelly kind of you know legal procedural turned you know pre- pre- prestige television. Right. But that shit just dropped. No one knows about it. Yeah. Hollywood Foreign Press is like Billy Bob. Blow it up. So Bezos is front row like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Drones for everyone. Right. So I don't know. That, that, that seemed a little shady, but Mozart in the Jungle a couple years back. But that you know, I guess that's the world we live in now. And um, yeah, other than that, I think I think everyone's right on point. I, I, I do. I don't know that Gosling should have won. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm not really a fan of the La La Land. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah. I mean, I've read a lot about it. But I, I don't know. I don't uh, know compared to what what else is in the category. I don't I don't know. I don't feel like it should win. Uh, I should have won. It should win for the Oscars either. I, I I think that the thing with La La Land is I think that it's, it's peak. I think it's probably peaked here. I liked it a lot. I saw it. I saw it. I liked it a lot. Uh, I thought it was super, you know, charming and all the oh. things people say it is. Oh, we forgot the we forgot the main one, Moonlight. What? Oh yeah, of course, yeah. Moonlight. I'm, I'm very very happy about that one. That exactly. was that was great. Very Jenkins was great. Um, it was really great to see them win. Now that was a good like everything. You know, the Golden Globes. I think the thing about the Golden Globes is on the movie side, they do really are sort of like an influencer and a precursor for the Oscars, right? Because even if you disagree with what they're doing, Oscar voters are like you know they're more like um, compelled to go check out those screeners now, right? So all the people who would never pop in a Moonlight screener are now like, all right, I guess I gotta watch what, the what Moonlight, Moonlight shit, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. So um, and that's good. And same with. Hidden Figures, and even, even just being nominated, you know, like all those things. Uh, Heard great things about Hidden Figures. Yeah, I'm ready, I'm, I'm, I can't, I'm ready to see. I'm, I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. But yeah. like, uh, so I think that that's good. On the TV side, I just really feel like it's just the Hollywood Foreign Press Association just collecting money. Of course. Like they're always just trying to make news, you know. Of course. Like just, because, <laughs> cause like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's really interesting. But uh, the other thing I will say is what about, I don't know if you watch any of the, um, the the pre the the red carpet stuff I'm sure you heard about it because it's been on the news but man the uh, the Jenna Bush uh, first of all you know as a Gemma as a Gemma Jenna I can't remember the twins yeah, yeah Gemma and Shmima, I can't remember the twins name listen I'm not mad at them but as a former entertainment news producer mm. um, I think she's terrible yeah. she's not good like she's not good I mean like you know we you know obviously this place is built by someone who's super good Maria Menounos and this and After Buzz and BHL are full I think are full of uh, tons of women uh, and men who would just destroy her right like this is so it's so frustrating to see um where there's so much talent out there to see uh you know her on the red carpet and then on today's show like just F up the joint and you look to the name and then the bush and the uh, the Billy Bush is on there and it's just weird. I don't like any of it. And I am going I'm going to sleep now. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. But anyway, the reason why I brought that up, the only reason I brought that up, I got, I got off on her how, how bad she is, is the Pharrell. Oh. The Pharrell bit. Right. Where she uh did the you know, and Pharrell, you're up for uh, hidden fences? Hidden fences? <laughs> 
like Pharrell's face was like, you know, that, that was just another. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, I didn't that, see that. That didn't uh, come on radar. Oh, uh, that's what that's what that's what. Uh, I'm, yeah, the big thing like Hidden Family. Like, what's next? Moonlight over Hidden Fences. <laughs> like you're up for all the black ones. Wow. Yeah, she did it. Nah, uh, that was tough. And Pharrell yeah. look was like. He didn't, say, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say that to her, but his look was like, oh, come on now. Anyway, let's get it. So let's. Uh, let's I got I to gotta go watch yeah, that. Yeah, watch that. There's a, there's, there's a lot of memes on it. There's a lot. There's a really good internet. There's a really good uh, Instagram meme, which I'll send to you, which is funny. Um, there's. <laughs> um, uh, so last night, we had a historic moment with our uh, our president. Uh, Barack Hussein Obama did his final address to the nation back from where it all started in Chicago and um, it was as eloquent and as hopeful and, and, and a few warnings and everything that we thought it would be and more I, got, I found myself very very emotional as he did um, with that speech and that is the weight of the last eight, I mean if you count 2004 the last you know uh, 10 years uh, or 12 years I'm sorry really um you know, really started to uh, to weigh down, on, you know, and um, is a great era. And as he lists his accomplishments and, and then gave his warnings, it's just, it was really tough. But one of the things he did mention is he did give a few social media shout outs. He just mentioned some things about like, you know, um, he talked about uh, the fact that we should, you know, instead of argue with people online, maybe have conversation with them face-to-face. Uh, he gave a lot of warnings, much like, you know, um, I gave the warning of the beware the, the, the military-industrial complex. You know, presidents ever since George Washington have given some sort of warning to us. And uh, his warnings were, you know, were, were about democracy and staying together, and it was wonderful. And I don't know, what do you think? Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, a lot of the things that he did say, I wish he would have been more vocal about actually during his, his presidency versus the last 10 days, um, especially about the things that he was talking about that were strictly related to black folks like BLM um, and just the protest movement. I felt like he was very vocal about, you know, their uh, right to, our right to, you know, um, have protests and to be able to assemble and to, you know, uh, bring to the to the to the forefront of people's consciousness what's happening in a, a lot of cities and towns in America I wish he would have been more vocal about that however yeah. I mean that was just me being critical but no, g- generally um, I think that the speech was very charismatic um, I, I loved him displaying um, the his, I love him wearing his heart on his sleeve and when he's talking about his family and his his wife Michelle and his kids like you know yeah. crying I love sure. I love men that don't um, shy away from their emotions and that shows a a, a very unique sense of strength um, yeah. to be able to be vulnerable like that on a world stage yeah you know? exactly um, so I loved it it was very personal I could connect to it um, I think it's a great way to to end the chapter of his presidency you know yeah what I'm saying? and and, <laughs> and like you know. When you juxtapose it to what's happening with Trump, it's just man, like it just makes him look like the most amazing president we've ever had. I mean, you go to sleep to that, and you wake up to Trump, <laughs> right. and, you know, like barking and, and not completing sentences. And I mean, <laughs> this guy can't conjugate a verb. He can't, you know, he can't put together. Like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, he's uh, you know. So yeah, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I think that that was uh, great. He also talked about. You know the relentless pace of automation right. and and how this stuff is happening, and we've got to you know that th- these are the things that are really the threat to us, not so much each other and other people and others coming in and, and immigrants taking jobs. Echoing yeah. kind of what Meryl Streep talked about, automation well. and also uh, climate change. He was he was hit that one was pretty heavy as yeah. well. 
and and that's when he said the line about you know you can I think he said something that's the karma line he's like you uh, you're gonna have to cash the checks that you're writing out essentially yeah. you know, if you're if you're gonna talk this way and you're gonna act this way and you're gonna take these positions about you know our our world and environment well it's gonna be a, a point in time where our kids are gonna be the beneficiaries of that and there'll be nothing they can do yeah so I, I love that he hit that pretty strong you know what I'm saying yeah well I mean we'll, we'll, these these I can't the short sightedness of these people I don't I can't even get into it um. Uh, I agree. So we, I want to touch a little bit on some of the CES, a couple, couple quick CES things. So we didn't get a chance to talk about CES. Um, a lot of things that came out of there, and I think the overall theme, we, uh, you know, a couple of years ago we went, it was all about wearables, and you know, and that was the theme. And, yeah, wearables, three D printing. 3D printing. I, this time around, it's really about AI and also kind of stuff for the home, like internet, like the the, the internet uh, of things, internet of things, or yeah. like the uh, the Alexas of the world, and those kind of things. And yeah. I think, AI. Yeah, well, that's true. That's true. AI that's true. integration into the Internet of Things. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so the uh, things like the smart remote. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, this is the seven seven hundred smart remote. Next. You're out on that. Next. Next on that. <laughs> Come on, cool. like, that is not cool. I, you know, look. I, you know, I the like, whole point is having AI, so you don't have to have a remote. That's it's stupid. True. <laughs> I well, still, that's true. But I like the idea. Yeah, you know, to be able to like anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> remotes are an issue for me still. <laughs> really, they're an issue for me, especially especially in the cord cutting world. You got the Apple remote. That's got, why you have an over. AI. Change the channel. That's true. That's true. I want to watch this. I now that's what happens with my Xbox. That's what, I do that with my Xbox, but the Xbox doesn't have that with my. Um, it doesn't do that with my Apple TV, which is an issue, right? But Apple TV does that now. Yeah, with the new Apple TV. So I got to integrate those two. and the new Fire Stick. Yeah. Oh, most most of the new ones do that now. Yeah. But. I just always there's a way to integrate what's going on with my Apple TV or my Fire Stick and my Apple TV or my or my Xbox and my Apple TV. That's what I really need to do. But. Well, put your Xbox in a box and put it in the garage. <laughs> Retire that bad boy. I, uh, <laughs> I, I play the games. Okay. And me, uh, I, Amazon. That's, that's, that's the only way I get Amazon now. Oh, through your Xbox. Yeah, because gotcha. iPhone's not, I mean, I, 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 Apple's not effing with them or vice versa. Right. So they need to fix that. Right. So, you know, get together. Um, uh, the, 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 uh, the um, I can't ever say the name. The Lenovo Smart Home Assistant. Um, you know, the, 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 what about the LG W7 TV? I mean, TVs are always big as CS. They've always been. Yeah. Um, and I think when we went a few years ago, you know, 4K was like the, the, the new thing. And it's taken like three years barely now for the, obviously for the prices to come down. And now for the to actually be content that you, yeah. you can watch on your 4K. I love that Netflix and Amazon offer 4K um, uh, When I walked to Target today, I saw all the born movies available in 4K UHD. Exactly. I'm like, oh, finally. finally right. I bought the TV four years ago. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm mad at myself for buying a 4K TV as early as I did. Because right. like, what? I bought it when it was still the prices were still high. Yeah. And there's no content. It's like, Pointless. I right. could have got a huge 1080 TV for the price of the 4K TV. Right. Whatever, though. But you know. I think CES is always dope because you see the freshest televisions. You know, yeah. we have 8K technology um, and just crystal clear, you know, vi- visuals. And, and they really demonstrate that, you know, at that conference, so sure. at that convention. Sure. Uh, what about this uh, Curie robot? Man, get out of here. That, that <laughs> looks retarded. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about AI and stuff. You know, I don't good. want my AI to look like... I don't want it to be personified. I'd rather it be like a piece of, you know, na- nicely designed that's technology. I don't want it to look like I have a face. That's, a, that's an interesting thing. Like that. Now, at least. Well, but that's an interesting thing because some people... 
that that's a that's an interesting debate because some people want that. Like, you know, I mean, look, we have Cortana, Siri, mm-hmm. you know, Alexa. Mm-hmm. Some people want that personification, you know. Um, yeah, but our, our, our in GPS. the design, in the in the actual physical design, the encasing of the technology. Hello, Akili. <laughs> <laughs> like it's winking, <laughs> got a smiley face. No, thank no, you. No, I'm, I'm with you on that one. I don't like that. That's too gimmicky. I'm way too gimmicky. I'm, it's the same thing. I don't like. I don't like my food. Like I don't want to. I don't want to go to chicken pl- uh, place that has Clucky the chicken as the. Uh, <laughs> As a mascot, yeah. come eat my chicken. Yeah, I'm straight. Yeah, I don't want it. I don't want that. So I, I, I get you. Um, uh, so okay, let's move on to like just the 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 AI. You know, took the center stage of they talk about the four the four C's, which are uh, connectivity, mm-hmm. uh, computing, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 uh, convergence and and cognitive platforms, mm-hmm. which are you know sort of that that's kind of the way um, things are going. And I mean, they like. The, the the things that they're doing with like uh, Siri and Google Assistant and Viv and and Alexa, uh, their um, Alexa has uh, seven thousand skills mm-hmm. powering uh, new sk- new skills powering everything from fridges to lights to cars. Uh, I mean, this is like this is happening. Yeah, I love it. You know, the Internet of Things. Uh, each device, you know, has an API, obviously, which um, allows you know a artificial intelligence like a Alexa or like a Siri to connect into it. And so then you're able to turn on your lights. You're able to change the temperature in your home. You're able to open the garage door to let your car in. You're able to do all these things that, you know, required your hands before. And I, I love the fact that, you know, now that the the voice recognition is to a point where you can actually, you can actually give a command to the AI with music on, with noise in the background. It can still pick up your voice and hear it. Like, my favorite thing right now is the Amazon Echo Dot. I think that thing is fresh. It's, it's only 40 bucks, 50 bucks. And it, it, it's amazing. Like, to me, the first generation of that, imagine, you know, 10 years from now, we talk about the, the iPhone being 10 years old. Imagine 10 years from now, from this point, what the AIs are going to be in terms of what what their ability to do. Yeah. Like, they're already crazy right now. Like, it's going to be uh, her. Like, you know, the movie, like the movie Her. Right. You know, which is... Um well, but no, I think in ten years from now there will be an AI that looks like us. Oh wow! That looks like us, yeah. yeah like 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 Westworld. One hundred percent. Wow! I believe it. Ten years oh. from now, I believe it. Are they already ten have years? It? I'm sure they already have it. It's just not perfected. I mean, you know, I mean, look, there's the technology is definitely there. What they're able to do between what they're able to do, like uh, you know, even like what you know, Imagineers were doing, like. 45 years ago with, with you know with, with all the Disney stuff like you know uh, great moments with Abe Lincoln that were like that was that was we're talking the 1960 yeah so I mean take that technology and fast forward it now to what we're able to do and then add AI to it yeah you're, 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 you have something maybe so who knows um, even if it's just a uh, a torso right and they're like sitting there rapping with you like playing poker like right. that's you know that's crazy right um, you're right I think you're right. I think, I think where 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 it really just starts to get problematic is the motor functions and the movement and walking around, sitting, the you know all that stuff. That that that's that's the most that's the hardest thing to those nuances. The nuances of like walking up and picking up stuff and sitting in a chair, leaning back, and all those things that we can do as humans. That that's the hardest part to to. You know, it's hard for us to see now, but we, I mean, and 10 years from now, 10 years ago, that's, we that's, never, we didn't even have a phone that yeah. we could touch. And we didn't, what was an app 10 yeah. years ago? Like now these things are like, 
Our, I mean, we well, all, like electricity, they're uh, in the background. Like Obama said, we all have computers in our pockets. One hundred percent. You know, I mean, there's more computing power, like twice the computing power of the of the, of the, of the lunar lander. <laughs> you know, in our pocket. It's retarded. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, yeah, I hear all that. The, uh, uh, the one last thing on CES. There's a lot of these things. That, this is one article that came out uh, on, on on Geek.com, uh, which is talking about sort of tech that will ruin or save the world, and it's really interesting. It, it um. Tell us how cool it is. They also talk about how it's going to suck, but for everyone. But like, uh, so I'm going to go through them. Augmented reality glasses, like Snapchat glasses, the glasses. I've that... actually uh, demoed them. They're actually pretty dope. Oh, yeah, they're actually. Oh, pretty the dope. biggest, the biggest. Uh, critic. But I, would ne- I would never get one. Right. So, but so, what, I think the concept is dope. Well, to explain it to me, because I, I mean, I'm trying to it's get. essentially what it, what it is. You put on the glasses, and you're able to record, and it goes straight to the, your your device. Um, and but this, that's but as, I, as simple as it is. But it's but it's augmented re- reality. It's that you can also have things that are so built Pokemon into, Go stuff, all that stuff. All you that have things built into the environment, and so what I demo didn't have the AR element into it. It was just the the, um, the Snapchat functionality. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's dope in terms of what could be done with it um, theoretically. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, if so because and obviously if if they have the glasses, then you know what's next is the contacts, and then we're getting into that. Right. Into my into my uh, into my uh, Black Mirror situation. Right. The uh, the 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 genie can the the crazy uh, the crazy new uh, smart garbage can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get that one for sure. <laughs> hey man, uh, you know it lets you know you can restock certain foods. It crushes stuff. It separates stuff. <laughs> Holy smokes! Anyway, really inventive. Uh, yeah, it's just a trash can. Uh, then the the, 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 talk, the the talking fridge, which which has been around for like ever, but they keep improving, improving on the talking fridge with like the giant screen on it. And you know, I mean, I don't know how. Aside from telling you what you're low on and what you need and and what's going bad, right. spoiling, right. But all the other stuff about like recipes and no, food network you. and like no one's gonna be on a fridge like checking recipes and shit. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Um, here's one for you. You have one carrot and one onion. You I can know. make a no. <laughs> I'm not gonna pay an extra fifteen hundred dollars to no, have it. Tell me, I can just look. But anyway, maybe I'm. I sound like an old man. But uh, here's one for you. No, the, that's uh, not the for radiation. Me. You, gotta, you gotta get out of here with that. <laughs> radiation proof underwear. No sir. Like I mean, look. You gotta you gotta shield those sperms. You gotta make sure you don't <laughs> got no testicular cancer. We live in a world that shit could happen. Well, thank you. Uh, you man. know, I could. I could. I uh, the the exoskeletons for the paraplegic. Those things are kind of dope. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I mean. Obviously, we know the the HMEX, the, the robotic leg brace that helps you walk. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, that's you know, uh, but also you know, the, uh, who knows what'll happen? They they reference RoboCop two where uh, failed exoskeletons kill people, which <laughs> we don't want that. Uh, and then last but not least, the uh, three in one. Good night. You out on the phone? Really? The growl phone? That's retarded. You flip it. You got the touch screen. You got the, you got the and I have a keyboard. Wow, keyboard for what? What do I need that for? People are really still uh, are really still trying to um, ride for the idea of a, of a tactile keyboard. That's stupid. People are still on the tactile keyboard. Like, I, I had, just need it. I need to feel it. You know, I had that ten years ago, and it, it, it wasn't even functionally sound. Right. Like why? Why would you need that when you have everything in your phone and you can have a you can have a tablet or you can have your laptop? Why would you need that? For what? I don't know. Um, Great idea, guys. So listen, your your boy Julian Assange is at it again. Um, you know, uh, before before I get to that, I want to um, talk about our, our, our friends over at Blue Apron. 
uh, I, I've, I've tried Blue Apron independently of this, and I think we're going to get an opportunity to, to, to try some Blue, Blue Apron fruit, fruit, food here within this week. And by, by the time we come back next week, we'll, we'll have cooked up some stuff. Um, with our AI refrigerator. With our AI refrigerator. But Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery service in the country. Um, what they want to do is they, Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Um, what they do is they get sustainable food system and get the highest standard of ingredients and building a community of home chefs. And then they're, they're this is kind of working. I mean, you hear about this. I joined it for a second. Um, what it's done is it's, it's done partnerships with over 150 local farms and fisheries and ranchers. As a result, the seafood is is sourced locally and sustainably. The beef and chicken come from responsibly raised um, farms, and 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 uh, the produce is sourced from uh, patient. Uh, sorry, I'm sorry, sourced from farms that practice regenerative farming. So. These are all the things that we want, and I guess the the argument here is instead of going to the store and buying questionable stuff, you you know the food you're getting from Blue, Blue, Blue Apron is going to good, and on top of that, you're going to get these wonderful recipes, which I'll talk about. They're able, what they do, is they're able to uh, send you these, send you the food and the recipes for you to cook in your in, in your home, and they're actually wonderful. They're affordable. Uh, there's a ton of variety. They have wonderful, crazy meals like chefed up meals. They give you a step by step preparation. Um, they're they're great. They're they're created by these blue by Blue Apron's culinary team, um, and the meals are like ten dollars a person, and they're fantastic. So you should check this stuff out. What you need to do is uh, you get the first three meals for free, and with free shipping shipping by going to blueapron.com. Uh, it's blueapron.com. Uh, I think it's is it slash geek. Do we have a promo code on this one, Marissa? Do you know? I don't know. Most likely, yeah, it's geek. Okay. Uh, so yeah, blueapron.com uh, promo code geek. Uh, check check it out. You love hot feels. You love hot tastes. Um, check it out. That's blueapron.com slash geek. Blue Apron is a better way to cook. We're gonna check some of this stuff out and give a report on it. To, report to you. Yes, Chef Master over here. I know. We, that's right, because we, 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 we both think that we're uh, better chefs than the other one, so we'll see. Uh, you see you, you'll probably take the Blue Apron recipe and, like, throw it away and then, like, just take the ingredients and master chef of your own stuff. <laughs> I, will not, I will not reveal what I will do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll check that out next week. So, listen, your boy Julian Assange is at it again. He's, uh, man... Uh, he's so now he's 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 starting to say that like they've got a, a list of verified tr- tr- uh, Twitter users and this is the way another way from the beginning because you're on Twitter you're verified and if you're verified you're verified through uh, you have you have your information so what WikiLeaks is has a way of getting into uh, these verified users and now they're they're threatening to um, I don't know if it's a threat but saying that they should they could disclose all the information of the verified users um, to what end. What is this about? I mean, I don't. I don't think they're threatening to do that. I'm, I'm saying the threat is there for them to do that. Okay, fair enough. Um, I mean, I, I think it's for them to position um, any person, any celebrity um, that is advocating against them or or being critical of them um, to have you know maybe some extra intel on them to be able to use in a manipulative way. Right. I mean, I don't know, man. I I, I feel like. We talk about, you know, our information all the time on the show and the protecting, you know, the civil liberties of that and how we all want to feel safe with, you know, our devices and our our information as it's being transferred online over the Internet. <clears throat> I feel like any person, WikiLeaks or anyone, can get access to it. We've seen it many times with the diff- various hacks over the last year or two. So, I mean, I think this is like a whatever story to me. Yeah. What about uh, you? I don't know. I don't know what... 
I don't know what whose side, if anyone, that uh, Julian Assange is on. I don't know. I don't know what his motivations are. Yeah. I know that he hated Hillary Clinton, so that was easy. So now that Hillary Clinton's out of the way, I don't think he loves Donald Trump so much as he hated Hillary Clinton. So I don't know. I think he's really about himself and maybe even the highest bidder. I mean, who knows? I mean, he's, he's, he, I don't know what his motivations are, so who knows? I know what their capabilities are. I know they have a platform that's an international platform that's, that is not only does their own hacking and reporting, air quotes, but also now is receiving intel from all over the world, you know, because as yeah. a place to be able to, they become this hub for if you want to dump some shit, you dump it on WikiLeaks and, well, they'll, just, they'll, and just, they'll send it. Not just the dump, not just the collector of information. They've also been able to retrieve it and do some really serious investigative reporting. I'm not going to knock them all the way. Yeah. They had done some serious groundbreaking yeah. reporting. Sure. You know? Sure. So I guess I, what I'm saying is I don't know. After the whole election thing, I don't I don't know his motives because I seem like what, what seemed to be like, we're just a news organization who's right down the middle who just wants to get the information out to the people. That became they became skewed when it was clear that they were in the business of tanking Hillary Clinton. Right. So who else? So in other words, if you piss off Julian Assange, like you don't know what's going to happen to you. That's not, you know, that, that that's not fair and balanced. So I don't know. So I don't know. We'll see. I I, don't, I just don't like when they when he comes out with like what the stuff they could do because they could do it. That means they're probably going to do it. So. Mm. Hey man, if your enemies say what you could do, does not mean that you will do it. Well, that's, well, that's true. I mean, this is, this is the, the whole theory behind nuclear deterrence, behind you know having nuclear weapons pointed at each other. But you know, we'll see. Uh, speaking of which, uh, our president-elect Donald Trump earlier this week was the president-elect. Yeah, the president. Thank you. I'm sorry, not don't, include, don't include me in that. <laughs> uh, the president-elect Donald Trump is, um, you know, there's been this crazy reporting, which he's are he's really pissed about this morning but <laughs> by uh by uh jake tapper and uh jim jim uh, saludo and evan perez over at cnn including carl bernstein mm-hmm. of woodward and bernstein fashion from the obviously the the uh the uh, all the president's men nixon stuff watergate uh they're doing this crazy report and saying that like this whole russian hack thing the the intelligence community knows that russia has had presented trump with uh, evidence to say that they out to they were out to get him too. They could have got him too. Yeah, they've collected all this evidence on Trump. Yeah, and all this evidence on Hillary, and they chose to use all the evidence on Hillary. Right. And what they're saying is even furthermore that Trump knew this. They were in contact. Some people from the Trump campaign were in contact with them. Yeah. And it seems to suggest that we got shit on you, but don't worry, we after Hillary. Thank God. Thanks, guys. <laughs> do, do, you know, thanks for hooking me up. Which is which? Which would explain his Russia's great. They're my pals. They didn't. They didn't out me. My hookers. You right. Know. My golden showers. And my golden showers. <laughs> you know. Um. What do you make of all this? I'm obviously. I I believe it all. I believe it all. 100%. So I don't. I don't. I don't. Unlike Trump today, saying it's like a. It's like Nazi Germany. Like the the one thing I'll say the level in which Donald Trump, at an, an independent businessman, is just basically pissing in the face of these hardened intelligence professionals that are talking about like with with decades of experience in the CIA, NSA and FBI, like the fact that he can come up and be like, yeah, these guys are all bums is insane. The fact that like our our uh, government apparatus, like on the Republican side, this is like turned into like a partisan matter and Republicans are like, well, well, you know, who knows, the CIA, like it's insane to me. Yeah, I'm just I'm I'm tired of being um, hooked in into into this energy of of Trump. Even though you know he's he's the president elect, he will be president in ten days, and we're gonna ha- probably have four years of craziness. Hopefully not, um, but 
Yeah, man, I, I think that the fact that he's able to just really manipulate the media, the press, and the people that consume it, I think it, I think that's the saddest part about it. And I, just the uh, emotionalizing of it all, um, it's just a big distraction. It's a distraction from the real issues, from the real things that people need to focus on, communities need to be about constructing. And obviously the distraction is for, for, for us to be kind of paralyzed by it while he's overdoing his whatever the fuck he's doing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I I, 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 I mean, because he hasn't had a press conference in over 180 days until this morning. I mean, obviously, he's getting his affairs in order. You know, while everyone else is talking about all this nonsense, he's getting his affairs in order. I mean, you know, no tax, no tax returns. Thank no, you. This whole uh, the people don't the people don't care about my tax re- returns. Only the the media does. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> is it, and he's, he keeps doing this Jedi mind trick of That's like exactly saying what it is. like the whole thing of like no one cares about this Russia stuff. That's you guys, the media. Correct. And then people are like, yeah, the media sucks. You tell <laughs> Trump. It's like what? Right. <laughs> like what do you mean? Like the media is it's holding this guy accountable. Like, how are you listening to him? What credibility does he have? Right. I, anyway, I, I, I digress. And how do you that. substantiate what he says <laughs> with, unless you don't have, like, a a, 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 a body, an institution that's supposed to be giving you object, objectivity? No, they're all crooked. <laughs> like, only, only me and uh, Hannity know what's going on here. Man. And Breitbart. <laughs> Not funny, but God. This is ridiculous. It's sickening. It's ridiculous. It's like, and not even Fox News. It's like, not even Fox News. It's like Hannity. Only, right. one, only good one is uh, Hannity now over at Fox News. Man. The rest of them are lar- lousy. Oh, God. And everybody's failing, by the way. Failing. CNN's failing. BuzzFeed's a failing pile of garbage. You're fired. The New York, New York Times failing. <laughs> the failing New York Times. All right. Anyway. Uh, next. Uh, let's move on. Uh, I want to move to, to the iPhone being 10 years old. I'll jump into that. Um uh, because um, it's it's a big deal. The iPhone's ten years old, and uh, look at this picture here of of um, that we have on our laptop of of Jobs and the first iPhone, and thing looks like it looks so quaint and like a relic from the past. Yet it's only ten years old. It changed our lives. It's really amazing. And also looking back to that first keynote, I watched that first keynote. Yeah, so did I. Uh, it's weird to so like yeah, like Eric, you know how how. how Google, like him and Eric Schmidt, were like pals. Like, right. hey, not that not that they're like adversaries now, but they they are competitors of their own thing. But like, you know, Dr. Eric Schmidt's coming on to talk about what we're gonna do and our partnership, and everyone loves each other and how that's changed. And right. I don't know what what, what 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 are your takes on sort of the, the the how things are from ten years ago to now? I mean, it just shows the 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 propensity for us to have the ability to develop something that could really change the world. Um, Ten years ago, we would have never thought that we could have such a a device, such a powerful device that could essentially do everything that we needed it to do, um, business-wise, personal-wise, communication-wise. And I think that, you know, now it's it's so ubiquitous and so common that it's, like I said, it's like the electricity in the background. We, we it's like a part of us. It's, we don't even see it as a, a coveted item anymore. Right. It's it's something that's just like normal. Like okay, you don't have a you don't have a phone. You don't yeah. have a, you don't have a, a phone that, that you could touch an app. Yeah, exactly. Right? Not only a phone, but a, a specific smartphone. Right. You pull a flip phone on somebody, you're like, you right, right, have right. a fucking a can and a string. You know. So <laughs> I, I mean, we talk about all the time. You know, the uh, the the speed at which technology moves. And just in terms of, uh, 
yeah, just the processors and just just how fast and cheap things are now. Like, and that's why I feel like five to ten years from now, like it's going to be just completely different landscape in terms of how we communicate. I think yeah. I think that the phone will be less and less uh, of, of a connector in our lives. I think it'll be other things like we already talked about AI, mm-hmm. um, and who knows what the new medium will be. But it seems like every decade there's a there's a new medium. You know, yeah. like in the '90s it was the DVD and the CD. You know. Yeah. And, the Blu-ray and you know now there's a new medium with the mp3 and all that stuff and mp3 players and like I feel like you know this this will be archaic in 10 yeah. years the yeah. phone will be archaic in 10 years yeah I mean that's I, great I and, 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 you know, and, and who knows and maybe maybe Apple had it right I mean, maybe the phone will be out maybe it will be something closer to a device like a, like a, a wearable of some sort that's on your wrist that or in your wrist is, or in your wrist or like, like or in, or an implant that's in the back of your you know uh, thing or like uh, yeah, some sort of barcode mm-hmm. or something that's on you. Like, like I mean, all, th- th- there's all kinds of uh, science fiction that yeah. uh, has talked about all these different possible things. And I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't doubt that any of them could become true. Well, it's crazy to me though seeing the audience ooh and awe at that keynote. Yeah, <laughs> and, like now we, it's just a phone. I know. You know, it's, it's like okay, but, cool. And just think about like, yeah, it's hard to put yourself in a world where like you would never see anything like that before. Right. Like it's here's a little. A platform with like a, a computer screen, like even here, like the accounts, like it's like a uh, it's like a flat box and it's, it's like a TV screen, but right. you touch it and it's remarkable. <laughs> then you can actually pick up phones now, like all that, like the stuff is like what you know, but it, yeah, it's, it's I don't know. I mean, because um, out of that, out of out of the iPhone ten years ago, birthed so many things like video conferencing, yeah. you know, or just I mean, so many things that came from it, like the, the whole the whole new new uh, surge of photography and, sure. and, and, and home hobbyist filmmakers. That's, that's and, what I was gonna ask you. I think you already answered it, but like, what what, what is the, what do you think is the most unexpected thing that came from? the smartphone revolution i think it's just it just redefined how we communicate like yeah. we don't just communicate through um a simple phone call or a simple sms text message we communicate right. through pictures and images now we now we communicate through emoticons and and all sorts of various other things like, and we all have we all have the ability to have our own platform to to air out whatever we want versus before this no one had a platform right your platform was a traditional conventional um Ways of 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 obtaining and also getting out information. Right. Like now, like everyone is an even playing field. I guess that's what it's done. It's okay. made the playing field even. I, I, I like what it's. I'm really super surprised. And you mentioned it just like on the on the the, the photography culture and the and the uh, and the filming. You know, the sort of the uh, the movies and the photography culture. Like I think mm-hmm. that that's like the biggest boon. I mean, I think you think of these guys. You know, you talk about guys like J.J. Abrams, even old like Steven Spielberg, and some of these guys talk about they had like a we had our, our little Super Eight thing. We're making movies as a kid. Well, not everyone could do that. Not everyone was born yeah. in a household where they had a Super Eight. I, I sure wasn't. You know, and, I, and, I, and I'm just twenty have years a, just younger to have than a him. Camera, a so yeah. photo camera was very expensive. Even the kids that are, are that are our age talk about they had we had the big VCR. And we would go to both. We had two machines. and We would dub it so archaic. I'm like, well, like you had that, yeah. you know? But now every kid can do that every kid exactly. can, can, can shoot and edit and do some cool stuff on their phone and so this next generation of filmmakers and creators and artists do the, do the, the level of photography that's available do do uh, all the stuff that's available it's going to be quite amazing I mean this thing has created billion dollar industries there's no app store before this yeah there was no um, that's the other, that's the other byproduct I mean, I mean yeah. the, the industry created by the, by the app you know, right. the apps I don't know well I mean good, good job and, and, and also not to be discounted is 
the nature uh, that uh, Jobs was first. Like he's first. Like they, they, you know, Apple was first. Now we have a revolution of smartphones and the Google phone and the HTC and the Samsung, and it's kind of like it's ubiquitous. But none of that shit existed before we, before Steve Jobs thought of it and, and implemented it. So I know it's it's, it's not to be taken lightly. Um, I'm gonna skip this HTC thing because after talking about the the wonders of the iPhone, I don't want to talk about the HTC phone. <laughs> the HTC phone. But uh, uh, I. Ooh, um, I have some simple stories as well. Um, the I, I do want to talk about the the Tesla Gigafactory. Um, it is it's here. It's 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 on. It's cracking out in Reno. Yeah, uh, we're out near my boy Ray. It's built. the The on switch is flipped. Cars are being produced, and uh, you know it's giant and good for them. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like like I said last week, man. I, I'm I'm a huge. Huge fan of him, man. I love, like I said, what he's doing with Tesla, what he's doing with Solar City and SpaceX and yep. the, the Gigafactory. I think, I mean, the fact that he's most all of all of his companies um, and the majority of his employees are in, in the United States. All, all most of his factories in the United States. Like, so he's he's providing jobs, he's providing infrastructure, and just yep. a new a new medium for everything for how we think about transportation, how we think about. Our, our energy, you know what I'm saying? And so our dependency on oil and fossil fuels and just changing the whole game with that and not being dependent on China, Taiwan, and Japan for, you know, battery uh, production and manufacturing. Yeah. Like, hey, I'll, we'll do it my, I'll do it myself. Right. And I'll do it better. And not just, well, I create the battery, but I'll create what the battery goes into. Yeah. That's genius. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. I, I'm not mad at the guy at all. I mean, people talk a lot about Steve Jobs being sort of the modern Edison. I mean, you can't sleep on... Uh, you know, Musk, because the thing about Jobs is, you know, like it or not, he's actually making some stuff. Yeah, you know, whereas a tangible product, not, not not like you know Zuckerberg That's or reproducible or or Bezos. Well, Bezos is kind of we talked about this before. Well, he like, definitely is. But Bezos. even Alphabet folks, but like, but they're making stuff, and yeah. it's, 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 it, it, and, and you know, uh, Elon Musk is making cars, he's yeah. making batteries, he's making rockets, he's making how you know solar things for houses so uh that i think that may may have a far more lasting impact i think in, in history will look kindly i think will history will look at a better at, uh at at elon as closer to like an edison and closer to jobs than these other guys but we'll see 100 percent. we'll see um it's still yet yeah story still yet to be told fully yeah because he's 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 i mean he's like not much he's might be my age which means he's like a slacker <laughs> you know, hey. but you know, but God, I mean, he's he's there's a lot there's a lot more to do. Um, uh, in other news, George Lucas uh, now is bringing his billion dollar uh, museum to L.A. and yeah. uh, it's going to come down to Exposition Park. And I think that uh, good for us because you know San Francisco had a bid on it, and San Francisco, Chicago had the bid first. Uh, it was Chicago, but I think yeah. it came down to San Francisco and uh, L.A. and L.A. and they yeah. were going to do something on Treasure Island, right? Um, which which makes sense because Treasure Island needs something. And it's right close to, you know, his headquarters. Right well, close to headquarters. Eight, one of the headquarters, and, ILM. And, and, he, and he grew up in Alameda, so right. it's like between his two things. I mean, that seems like it makes the most sense. Right. But I don't know. Money's money, and it fell apart, and it's coming to L.A. Good for me. Hey, I think there's, <laughs> I think there's more... Uh, I mean, L.A. is the heart of entertainment, yeah. so it makes more sense in that in that sense. Even even though you know the Bay Area is, is his hub, and there's such a lot of wealth there, yeah. Um, 
But I think LA is a great place, especially if it's going to be an exposition park with the other museums. I think that'll be fresh. Yeah, I mean, and it, the, the 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 mock-ups for it looks pretty futuristic. Looks, I mean, look, yeah. looks ridiculous or yeah. something. I mean, like I, a spaceship, like a spaceship. Yeah, I can see uh, a lot of movie locations being filmed there. And uh, yeah, so about you know, 1,500 construction jobs, 350 permanent jobs. Uh, I think it'll help Kim continue to revitalize that area down there, yeah. which is. Uh, a place that I've been going to since I was kid. I mean, five years old. Yeah, everybody walking at Lumberdale Rose Garden. Exactly. Um, and then, um, uh, last but not least, there, there's an article on the year ahead in streaming. Uh, just sort of comparing some of these stre- these streaming things. I really just want to focus to ask you about. Uh, really, I mean, we know kind of about you know Netflix and Hulu and and Sling, which is making an uptick. Yeah. Uh, but I want to talk to you about Directv Now uh, and Google. Like, what do you mm. think about what's what's your what's your take on Directv Now that you know of? I mean. Direct TV now, like had the the special that just ended a few days ago, where you can get uh, if you if you prepay three months or if you prepaid a month, you can get a Fire Stick for free, or Apple TV for the three months for free, and you will get a a slew of channels for a hundred bucks. Um, for a slew of channels, I believe it's a hundred channels for thirty five bucks a month, no contract. Um and yeah no no uh, top box you just do it straight from the app right which I thought was pretty cool I, I was actually trying to do it upon further research I found that it's kind of buggy one of my friends has actually done it and he is not happy with it because you can't even it has no no uh, cloud servicing so oh. you can't um you can't there's no DVR functionality so if you if you want a okay. program that you want to watch later you can't yeah. you can only watch it if it's on demand but what right. about a program that's not on demand yeah well that that that, that is you know, that, as a cord as a cord cutter, right? Uh, that's, that's that's a luxury you have to balance. To the balance. The way, yeah. But I think that it, it, to me, it's it, it's a it's a lifestyle shift, and you go away from the uh, viewing habits of going and checking the DVR to going into a world where you just walk and and find anything you want. But sports, I want to replay that. I want to see that dunk. I want to see that football hit. The, I want to see that grand slam. The, I can't rewind now. Well, there's there's a there's a ton of uh, a ton of uh, apps that give you highlights all day oh, long. Okay. Like so, ESPN, okay. but I want to see it right now. Okay, well, you dial it up. You, you <laughs> type in whatever. You type in Draymond Green, and it'll, all the Draymond Green highlights will come up. You watch <laughs> as much as you want. You know, it's like it's just a. I don't know. It's it's, it's going to be an interesting shift. I think it's it's moving towards the uh, you know everything demand at your fingertips. One thing that Apple TV has done though, which I think is fantastic, which I think is, which is they've recognized the need for people to want to keep and own stuff. So yeah. the old Apple TVs, it's everything streaming. Netflix, right. stream, 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 stream. The new Apple TVs have hard drives. You know, yeah. 32 gigs, 64 gigs, not 64 gigs, not enough. But it's a start. And so if you like stuff and you want to keep a season of Game of Thrones and you want to, and you want to take that and take it over to your house and let's watch it, or, you know, take, take you load up 30, 13 movies in a, in, a, in a season and then take that to the cabin... And watch that to get the cabin with no 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 internet. Like that that's cool. I, like I think that. it's cool because a lot of the <laughs> the content developers now um, are offering their content um, for offline viewing. So if you want to watch a season of a season on Netflix, yep. like yeah, you download it to the hard drive and then you can watch it wherever or your phone or whatever. I got Same Amazon thing. and Netflix fo- stuff on my phone right now. Exactly. Very happy with that. However, back to Directv now. I don't think that you know, the terrestrial offering, the traditional uh, cable. Um, company offering for this type of on-demand viewing, I don't think they can compete with the the Netflix, Hulu's, and Amazons of the no. world. I think they, I think they're too, I think they're late, and I think that the the, the advancements that they they are offering to people are just they're like whatever, they're gimmicky and they're quirky, and they, I think they have bugs still. You know, I think they're trying to match the the 
the the heftiness that the big three are are kind of like showing, and it's not it's not really working. No yeah. one's really a forefronter from the traditional side as uh, it relates to the on demand viewing. I, I I tend to agree. I just I'm really interested to see like you know with so much competition, I'm really interested to see if there's going to be any kind of mergers. And we were see, already seeing these big. You know, like this new AT&T, so the AT&T has already bought DirecTV, and now AT&T is, is looking to to, to, uh, to acquire Time Warner, mm-hmm. which would be a huge for them. So I mean, but Hulu's a merger. Yes, I know who's, but, but I'm saying, like, in addition to that, like... Uh, like an Apple acquiring... Am- Apple and Netflix, right, or you know, am- Amazon right. and Apple, right? you know, whatever, like, that's, or Amazon and Netflix would be make more sense. Man. Like, Amazon should buy Netflix, you know, <laughs> but... Um, you know, we'll see. I mean, or Google should buy Netflix. I, it's, 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 oh, I, I wonder. I mean, I don't think Netflix is for sale. Netflix is the most vulnerable, but also the most is also the most like attractive sort of uh, property out there. Yeah, I don't think they can hold it though. They can't hold it because that's all they offer. Unless they develop something else. Yeah, like everyone I agree. else. Everyone else develops multiple things. They have ne- multiple streams. Netflix. Netflix has one stream. Right to just be gobbled up. Right. At some point, a Google or an Amazon or an Apple is going to buy Netflix. Yeah, it's inevitable. So, uh, and I think if Google makes the most sense, because if they're trying to launch their own thing, and be like, what's Google got? Google, YouTube, Red, what do they got? If they got Netflix, and that could be, that makes, that's easy acquisition for them. That's what I'm interested in. I'm interested to, like, try to look down the road and see in 2018, you know, into 2017, which, how many of these companies become, because we're not going to have, you know, 10 streaming services to choose from, 10 cord cutting services. We might. Well. Because it might be niched out. Yeah. Just like it is with music. Very true. You know, you might have, you know, I just like gangster stuff, Gang- sure. gangster content. So yeah. there might just be an offering just for that. The gangster for, for three, Yeah, $3 a month or whatever. No, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got. That's all I got. Anything else you want to add or, 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 or hit, hit on? Oh, man. What, what else do we have that's circulating right now? Um, what we have? What do we have coming up? We got, well, that's next month, Grammys. Grammys are for, um, are not for a minute. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's not really, not really circulating this month, uh, you know, except we, for uh, you know two amazing, incredible dudes that have birthdays next week. That's right, <laughs> two birthdays coming up. The Goat Fest 2017. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, yeah, we, we, we we have to do something this year. Hey, man, we never do nothing. <laughs> I know this is ridiculous. Anywho, we, all right. where can the people find me? <laughs> uh, yeah, the people where can, the people can find you where? Sir? They can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Akili Shine, A K I. L I S H I N E. What about you? You can find me at um, where am I? Oh, at Joe K. Braz <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter, uh, and on Snapchat at JK Braz. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back next week with some Blue Apron food reviews and other stuff. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio. Instagram me, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.